Hello, everyone. Welcome to Dialogo. This is your host, Josh. And today I have a very special guest. Uh, this is my friend, Jason. Uh, I've been knowing you for a, a while on Instagram and Facebook. And, you know, we've, we've seen each other a couple of times, yeah. you know, when we used to go out and be young. Yeah, used to. <laughs> um, and, uh, you know, it was it's good that you're here. I appreciate you taking your time. I know you're a pretty busy guy. Um, and I just wanted to let everyone know that I appreciate everyone that's watching this shit's going crazy we're actually getting some views in i never thought we would do something like that um and please click the subscribe button at the end that really helps this uh youtube channel and uh, if you're on spotify you can subscribe and then you get notifications on there um and uh that's it man jason can you give us a little background on yourself yeah so first of all thanks for having me on um yeah my name is jason lee last name is villarreal or Villarreal in Spanish. Um, I'm a realtor. Been a real. I've been in real estate since 2013, and uh, it's my full time job, hobby, and I sleep it. I dream it. It's it's terrible. Yeah. Um. I mean, I, I've I, I see a lot of what you do on Instagram and the houses that you deal with. Yeah. Jesus, they they look amazing. Uh, I mean, how how is it to deal with such a, a huge property? You know, to put all the little details together. Um. It's, it's nice. I'm obviously blessed to be um, selling and representing sellers and buyers, you know, for these type of properties. I've always wanted to do this and to hit, you know, that certain house and that certain price. Uh, it's truly a blessing. Um, initially, when I first started, um, you know, you walk in this ginormous house and you're just like, whoa, like, yeah. this is nuts. Um, and now it's, you know just part of your routine you know every house is different but um interesting i love going to every single property it's so different you see things where you wouldn't see anywhere else so i'm sure i mean just the experience of actually going into a house like that you know and and being able to experience you know the furniture the paintings all the expensive stuff that's there you know yes so what a lot of people don't know so um we typically stage the properties um, if, especially if they're vacant. Um, and there's a lot of people that don't do that or don't know how that works. Uh, there's some people that hire a staging company. They come out, they put furniture. Um, but I work with someone that has his own um, staging business. And what's awesome is I go in there and I choose the living room furniture from accessories and bedroom sets and all of it. So... It's awesome because I'm able to to kind of like have my own little creation and, you know, make sure it fits the vernacular of that specific home because you can't put, you know, modern furniture in a traditional home. Um, but I love doing that. So staging days. Yeah. Even though it gets hot, especially during I'm the sure. summer. And then you don't wear a suit for that, right? I no. do not wear a suit. No. I, uh, I saw a video that you made where you were like in a suit and you're like, all right, my staging oh, gear, yeah. let's put it on. And I'm, I'm sure you have that taste, like a good taste, where you have to match everything correctly yeah. and uh, you know make sure it's good. Is is the buyer sometimes a little picky on what you pick, or um, they let you take over? Sometimes everything? they're, yeah. can we change this painting out to this? And you know, um, but it's fun. It's you know sometimes it's twelve, thirteen hours a day as I start at seven in the morning, get at the um, warehouse and meet the movers and get everything situated. And sometimes we stage two houses in a day, and it's a lot of back and forth. Um, but it's definitely fun to see the before and after. And I just initially started to create a video of like, well, 
people a lot of people don't really see what it what it looks like and what what okay. I actually do. That's good. That's good. So I'm like, let me let me record this, put this on TikTok, yeah. and um, and go from there. So it's I've had a lot of great feedback because, including my family members, I I just showed a video to my cousin uh, recently. I said, hey, I did this video, and she's like, Jason, you did this, and I'm like, <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. She's like. I didn't think that's what you meant whenever you said I'm going to go stage at home because you say it so nonchalantly like it's not a big deal. Um, but it's just become a you know, part of my everyday routine. It's like, yeah. She's like, you physically move furniture? And I'm like, yeah, you know, I know you can't tell, but, you know, sometimes I, I lift stuff yeah. every once in a while. Um, but yeah, it's, it's a great process. So I just started doing that recently and um, people like to see the before and afters. Wow. Yeah, I mean... Um I don't know. If, uh, have you watched Sex and the City? Are you a big no? I'm no? Not. Tell me, oh, man. You got to watch this new season that came out. I was bringing it up. Oh, yeah, I mean they're old and everything already. Oh, I still love them, uh, but you know the main character selling her house and it's an apartment in like the nice part of New York mm-hmm. and it's millions of dollars. And the realtor comes in and she's like, "Okay, this all has to go. I'm gonna bring in my team and we're gonna stage this yeah. house." And that's the reason why I asked. I was like, "Dude, I'm sure you know." Whenever this character came in and she saw everything, she was like, "This is not what? my house." Yeah, yeah, huge deal. We um have a listing in the River Oaks area and they nice Mediterranean house, and um, you know some of the furniture was just you know there needed to be more furniture, just some of that special touch. So. All we did was stage the living room, rearrange furniture, rearrange a few things where it's easily accessible. So when I'm showing a house, you know, there's not a f- furniture that's in the way and that's going to people are going to think, oh, this room's tiny. So we just move stuff around sometimes and do like a very light staging. Um, and that alone, and like we show them the before and after photos and they came back home and they're like, this is my house. Wow. I'm like, I don't know if I want to yeah. move. And I'm like, well, hold on, you know? Um, but even the most smallest things of just knowing where to place furniture makes the biggest difference. That's good, man. I mean, uh, and, and I'm sure it's something that you have a love and passion for. Like you said, it's something that you've always wanted to yeah. do. Um, and just like my past two guests, you know, we've always discussed that, that, uh, subject as it's, if, if you're not doing something that you like and you love, are you really happy? Oof. Yeah. And that's a deep, that's a deep one, dude. Cause I, I know a few people that are working just, you know, and then they're just miserable the whole yeah. time. And it, how's your everyday life as a realtor? Are you, are you a happy person? Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. I, I, you know, you just, I love it. I, I'm very passionate about what I do. Um, you know, but there's some people that aren't like that either. So, mm-hmm. um, try to stay away from those kind of people. But, I love what I do every day, you know, get up early and go to the gym. I have my routine. What's nice is my office is literally a block away from where I live. It's yeah. wonderful. Yeah. I can work from home, of course, but um, I need to see people. I need to talk to people. I need to have some type of interaction. So I go to the office and, you know, there's not a lot of people that do, but I'm one of them. With, with this whole uh, COVID and, you know, mm-hmm. pandemic, the whole working from home was, uh, I mean, it's actually a new thing, you know, uh, and I think corp- big corporations are doing it more. Yeah. They want their people to be at home. Um, I'm one of those persons. I'm home all day yeah. long. And I'm looking at screens and I used to be that. I mean, at this point right now, I feel like I want to go into an office. Yeah. I, I want to go see people yeah. interact with other people. So, you know, I, I see your point. Um, I had a job before where... I, 
my job was like a block away and I could just literally oh, walk. That's great. But it was it was bad because at times I would be like, all right, I'm going to go home and eat. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I'll just stay there for a while, yeah. <laughs> take a nap and just come back and be like, oh, fuck, it's already yeah. 4 p.m. My alarm. Mm. Yeah. So that's it, good, man. Um, so um, is there any any hobbies that you have, you know, that you, that you enjoy at this point in your life? You know, it's, that's a terrible question because no. I, it's, yes, yeah. it's and it's eating. No. Uh, I'm a huge foodie. Any yeah. new restaurant, I am always, I'm I'm always eating out. It's terrible. What's your favorite restaurant right now in Houston? Right now, dude, I saw your post, Taka. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I go oh, there man. all the time. Yeah, we used to live across the street. Oh, <laughs> I can walk there. So, <laughs> yeah. you know Tony. Um, He's a waiter. He's the best. No, 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 no. So... Okay, so I'm gonna tell you something. When we go out to eat, before I was like the guy that would talk to everybody. Like I was like, "Hey, bro, what's going on? Yeah. How are you?" And then you know, I got a little more serious. I don't know how. Really? Uh, yeah, yeah. I got more serious where I actually go and I like to enjoy the food because I used to. We used to go to the place, and I used to talk more than I used to interact with the person that I was eating with. Oh yeah. Or yeah. I, I wasn't paying attention to the food. Yeah. And then I was like, you know what? Now I'm going to interact with the food and with the conversation that I'm having. That's good. Yeah. So, Akka, dude, it's it's great. Oh, and it's then great. The, I don't know if you know, but they have a reverse happy hour. Oh, I definitely <laughs> yeah. know about the reverse happy hour. Yeah, that reverse happy hour is just like 8 p.m., 9 p.m. Oh, you're hungry like, and you're just walked there. Like I, oh. Before they throw everything away, let me oh. just go. It's like, do I get a discount or do I throw in this way? <laughs> it's like we go to Little Caesars before they close. It's like... Can I take that? Yeah, no. Yeah, I mean, but that's one of your favorites, or yeah, one of my favorites. I go there often. Um, lots of sushi places. Mm-hmm. Uptown Sushi, Uchi's my favorite. Kata Robata. Okay. Yeah, Mexican it's, food. Anything oh, for sure. Um, what's terrible? So El Rey. Where's that at? It's off Richmond. It's like hole in the wall. Oh my God! I know what are you talking. Not about. El Rey. No, I, there's so El Rey in Washington. No, I. I've gone there yeah, after, yeah, yeah. you know, 2 a.m. Yeah. Um, man, what is, it's terrible. I don't even know what it's called. On Richmond. Yeah, it's on Richmond, um, just outside the loop, um, south of, obviously, Westheimer. Um, Off of Sage and Richmond. If y'all know. Yeah, if, if you guys know. know, comment down below. Because I am kind of lost right now at Richmond and Sage. If you're not from Houston, then you're totally more yeah. lost. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I don't know. If, I mean, you see my Instagram. It's all about food. Oh, for sure. Yeah, uh, I'm actually going on a trip next week on my, to Mexico City. Oh, okay. And uh, we're going to do my uh, birthday party. And then after that, I'm going to do a whole food thing, like street food. And I'm going to oh, record a video. Man, so hopefully you stay tuned. It's going to be cheap. I know. Making you hungry, dude. Oh. Yeah. Uh, but going, going back to the real estate, um, uh, you know, I recently purchased my house. Congrats. Uh, Thank you, man. I appreciate that. And, um, you know, I, I, I was kind of scared. Of, it was my first time buying a house, mm-hmm. you know. And, um, you know, I wanted to ask you a few tips that you could give people. You know, what should, what should you do to be prepared whenever you buy a house? So there's a lot of people that think that they can do it themselves because, you know, you open up an app or two and everything's there. And I like this house. I think a mistake most people make is they contact the listing agent directly. Um, the listing agent is whoever's representing the sellers um, to sell their home. Um, the sellers, the listing agent represents the sellers. Okay. So people get confused, and a lot of people say, "Well, why don't 
why don't you represent me? Well, they're already representing the sellers. They have their best interests for, for them. them. Yeah. So I always recommend is is any referral or any family or friends um, look to someone who knows what they're doing, who's been doing it for a while and has transactions under their belt. And you, you need to have an advocate that fights for you when buying a house, especially a house, a home. Yeah. Oh, yeah. House and home. <laughs> um, especially nowadays. Um, yeah. It's such a crazy market out there. Um, especially if anything under 500,000 suburbs. I mean, there is recently I had a listing in Cyprus and I had 23 offers, which is insane. I had 150 people at that open house. Wow. 150. Um, 23 offers. I stayed in the office until about 10 p.m. that night, just reviewing every single offer, all the contingencies. Um, it was nuts. Sellers were happy. Wow. 23 offers. 23 too. offers. It is. I insane. mean, I've seen that sometimes it's hard to even get two, three offers. You know, but yeah? yeah. 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 And then another thing I wanted to touch with you, you know, the, the house, you know, openings that you, you do, yeah. I'm sure they're like incredible. I've never been to one, but yeah. you need to invite me. You need to. Yeah. Um, how, how do you stage that? I know I have a few followers on the podcast. I've seen that they're realtors. What's a good tip you could give them for staging? I mean, um, staging the house, mm-hmm. the you know, house opening. Um, make it. So you touched on this earlier. You said a lot of people are staying in, at their house yeah and working from home um what what we've done is you know if you have an extra bedroom stage as an office there's okay. there's people that don't need the fourth bedroom stage it as an office so people can see and envision themselves working there um and always try to create the most amount of space um whenever you're touring houses and what's what's interesting now is i know you've probably seen online is uh digital staging I saw that. Um, and sometimes the furniture looks terrible. Wow. It is because of the models that they just have. Yeah. I was like, what yeah. is this? What is going on? Wow. Um, so a lot of now, nowadays you're seeing um, digital staging where they take a photo of a vacant room and someone goes, designer goes in there and digitally saves the furniture where they can envision the bed, the nightstands, dressers, and um, it, it, it helps. Definitely. It helps the public. A lot of people can't envision themselves or their furniture fitting in the room. Yeah. Unless they have that there, so that has been huge, uh, especially the last two years. Yeah, I, I, I'm. I feel with that where you can't vision some stuff because it, it took us a while to vision things in the yep. upper room, like on the upper floor. You yeah. know, we, our room, like we were like, well, so what do I do? What do I do? Like, how do I stay? Like, how, I let my girl take care of that because <laughs> she did all that. Um, but um, yeah, I mean, that's that's good that you touched. Um, you know, uh, I, I know we were speaking earlier about a few uh, reality shows because I feel like that's something that's become like real popular now. The amount of DMs I get no, 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 from yeah. people, hey, I want to become a realtor. And I'm like, it's not because the TV is it. They're like, yeah, I just watched Selling Sunset. And oh I'm my like, God. Oh. Yeah. Mm-mm-mm. I feel like there's a, there, there's a hype going on with the real estate or yeah. real estate Asian yeah. belt going it's, on. Uh, it's definitely popular now uh, because of those shows. What's terrible, it makes a lot of us look bad because obviously it's scripted and it's, you know, it's... It's, it's drama. It's nothing but drama. A lot of drama. Yeah. Um, though that, that, you know, that does happen in real estate. It's not quite as crazy. Um, but it's not like that. 
Sometimes. I mean, um, I, I just finished watching it like two weeks ago. Who was your favorite character in Still and Sunset? Who is my favorite character? Or who, who would you relate yourself more to? I know they're all women, but... Yeah. Do you want me to, do you want me to be honest with you? Yeah, you have to. I've watched three episodes. No. Of the first season or the second season? Uh, well, the first season was like mid-pandemic. Yeah. Right? So yeah. I watched... You know, I had nothing else to do, so I watched it. I don't know any of their names. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. terrible. My, uh, you know, we, we're we're kind of like into the reality show thing. Have you seen the new one, uh, Selling, Selling Tampa? Tampa? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. I didn't. I didn't watch it all. One I, of my colleagues was like, "Hey, you should watch this. It's a joke." And I'm like, "All right, let's watch it." Yeah. Oh man. Dude. Okay, so good. Good thing that you touched Selling Tampa. Uh, she, she, well, the the owner of of the yeah. uh, brokerage, I think, right? Uh, is that how it's pronounced? Owner, brokerage, bro- yeah. Bro- yeah, the broker. She, she gets into it with one of her realtors, and she's like, uh, "Well, you shouldn't worry about the commission or anything like that. Oh, that's that's that. something for me to worry about." Yeah. I was like, "Who wouldn't it's worry about like what you're what? actually making?" Uh, yeah. You know, commission on 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 houses. How does that work? I mean, some people don't know how it actually. Yeah, works. so um. Don't listen to those reality TV shows. It makes us look bad. There was there, I saw the episode and I stopped watching as she calculated her commission and she's like, oh, $276,000. That's vacation money. I mean, like how <laughs> demeaning is that to like everyone else who's like working? And it, it glorifies the profession and everyone thinks like, oh, I'll just sell a $10 million house and make this much. Um, not really the case. Um, but they don't factor in. So typically your average um, commission is 6%. Um, 3% goes to the listing side, the seller, and the other 3% goes to the buyers and the buyer's agent. Um, so it's typically 3%. From there, you have a brokerage that you split the commission with. A lot of people don't account the, because all the videos and, and photos and every all marketing collateral that you see uh, is expensed by the listing agent. So if I have a house on the market, and I'm spending thousands and thousands of dollars. It comes out of your budget. It comes out of my budget. Yeah. So if I want to advertise on not just social media, but Paper City, HBJ, anywhere and everywhere, I pay for that. And if the sellers are like, you know what, don't want to sell, I want to lease it out instead, or I'm like, let's just wait. You know, it's just it's just wasted money. Not wasted, but you know, you don't get back. So and, I mean, and, and you obviously have to pay taxes and all kind of, sure. kind of stuff. I was actually listening to a podcast earlier. Um, I don't remember the name, uh, but the person was talking about how whenever they started, you know, in real estate, mm-hmm. they they would see that their their you know other people, other realtors in their in their group, they were struggling to sell their first or second house, and yeah. they would have to hold on to that money from the first house and it is you know make it. To, extend to where you, yeah make it last to where you buy the second house and you make some money off of it you know yeah and uh, I remember this was in California so like I was talking about like 1.2 million dollars yeah. and you know I don't know how much how much money they would get off of that but you have to ex- expand that there and there did you ever go through that phase where you know at the beginning it was kind of hard and yes yeah so uh, when I first initially started in 2013 um, I had a buddy of mine who was working at the, one of the top luxury firms in Houston. And um, I went to school here in Houston. But back in 2011, 2012, I was living in Austin. And I knew he worked at this brokerage firm. And I called him and I said, hey, I'm going to get into real estate. I'm getting my license. And I'm going to work out of Austin. 
I didn't know anything about Austin. I lived yeah. there for about a year. And he's like, oh, you know, he helped me out. And um, he then said, his name is Jonathan. He said, you know, we're hiring. And I'm like, well, Houston's home, you know. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, sure. What are you, what are you hiring? <laughs> he said, it's a floating assistant position. He said, usually from there, uh, if you become a floating assistant to all the luxury agents in Houston, you'll move to assistant to somebody and be part of their team. And then you can go out on your own. So... I was making pretty good money doing what I was doing in Austin. And um, the very next day, he set up an interview. And I drove two and a half hours early in the morning. The interview was at 930. And I get there. And, you know, everything's fancy and nice. And I'm like, oh, okay. Did you go, like, suited up? What's terrible, I, like, didn't have... I barely have style now, but I definitely didn't have it back then. (laughs) It was terrible. Like, none of my stuff was tailored, wrinkly shirt, you know, kid. And um, I go there and, you know, try to look good. I probably got something from Ross and baggy jeans from Marshalls and, you know... Oh, you went in jeans? No, sorry. Baggy pants. Oh, it's like not jeans, Jason. Come on, <laughs> it's terrible. Um, and I just like my hair was just a mess, and I was like, "All right, I got this." I, I didn't even own a jacket, uh, let alone one that like fits me. Um, so I go there, and they were impressed by my resume, and I got hired on the spot. And I was That's like, good. "Oh, cool!" And I'm like, "Oh, now I have to move here." Yeah. I'm like, cool. How am I going to do that in a week? Did you mention that in the interview, or out of that? Oh. Way? Um, I did. I was like, oh, just let you know, I live in Austin now, but I'm from Houston and, you know, I'm going to move back. Um, So they got hired to me spot on. And it was a complete culture shock, you know, just coming from what I did back then and then coming where everyone is just, you know, it's crazy. Yeah, I was and I was a, a regional manager at the company I was previously. And I come here and I'm just treated like, you know whatever yeah so i was like oh this is a change i I don't i won't forget this but uh there was a a agent and like she like grabbed my cheek she's like oh you're so cute and i'm like um what are you doing (laughs) like that's that's not what i'm used to um so it's you know you're starting from the bottom up um but i was there for about a year and a half and um agents would utilize my service and i was able to, to learn so much um, from the agents there, from their marketing techniques. Um, someone will let me go on listing appointments with them. And I would just, you know, whatever you see on TV, I was experiencing it in person. And I was just like sitting there with a notepad. I'm like, oh, this is Yeah, because I'm sure there's a whole dialogue of how you have to treat the person, yeah. how you have to introduce yeah. the house. And and that's that's crazy. Um, you know, I've touched this point before with uh, my other guest uh, where whenever they first started, did where people did people close doors on you and you had to like create your own doors there's struggle like i said 100 percent. yeah um one like when i first started um you know express had really cool stuff on sale and i d- decided to buy red pants wow what, so, what is this like 2013 12? yeah you know yeah. it was cool back then right <laughs> yeah um so i bought red pants wore a white shirt thought i looked fly like million dollar listing like yeah i'm cool and I showed a house, and I won't forget the look on their faces, and they just like looked at me up and down, and I'm like, oh, something's off. Um, so I was helping this agent out, and I showed the house, and I called the agent back, and I'm like, hey, the showing went well, but I don't know, they gave me like a dirty look. And they're like, really? I was like, yeah, I don't know. So the next day he called me, he's like, Jason? I was like, yeah. 
were you wearing red pants? He's <laughs> like, well, yeah, that's popular. He's like, that's what it was. Wow. Um, so I had to learn how to, to dress better and, you know, it's it's a process. It's a whole dress to impress it sort is. of deal. Um, another incident, I was in uh, part of a team and, excuse me, <laughs> I um, was part of a team and I was showing a house and um, the cleaning ladies were there um, finishing the house and I talked to them in Spanish and wanting them to know, hey, I'm about to show the house, you know, just a heads up. Um, so they all grab their stuff. Uh, well, a prospective buyer walks in and um, uh, he's there and I'm like, hey, we're good. So um, another agent one day she showed the house and I just got it set up for them because I had to go to another appointment and I left. And uh, he liked the house so much so we saw he wanted to see it another time. So a week later, I'm there and he looks at me and he's like, keep in mind I'm like in a full suit. And he looks at me and he's like, oh, you're here again? And I'm like, well, yeah. He's like, oh, I thought you were with the cleaning crew. Oh, wow. <laughs> and I'm like, in the three-piece suit? Yeah. He's like, well, I thought you were their manager. And I just laugh it off. And it's like, all right. You know, yeah. just act is off. Whatever. I'm like, ha-ha, no big deal. Um, but yeah, you know, um, I, I would say being young. I mean, back then, I'm not that young now. Um, when I first started was, you know, definitely tough. Even now, I had a call the other day. And they're like, can we ask how old you are? You sound young on the phone. Um, so that's definitely, definitely a thing. You know, that that closed some doors for me, too, as in being too young. Really? Yeah, yeah. Um, several before, I think when we first met, I, you know, I was doing other stuff. Um, I, I used to own a body shop. And uh, a lot of people would come in and they're like, oh, where's the guy? <laughs> like, wow. That's, that's me. You're like, I'm the guy. Yeah, and then they'll see me and then be like, ah, I don't know if you could take care of my car. And then wow. just go, yeah. Yeah, a, a lot of that happened. Um, I was actually an insurance adjuster at one point where, I, I, you know, and I was at a high-end um, company. It was called River Oaks Paint and Body right oh, there. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm real good friends with them. Uh, but they they had me as their main guy in the estimating and, you know, Bentleys, Rolls Royce, yeah. Lamborghinis. And the first week... I got there. They, the guy was like, hey, that's your first guy to go. And it was a Porsche 911. And I was like, oh, I'm excited. And he sees me and he was like, you look like you don't know anything. Uh, let me talk to that other guy. And I was like, wow. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's it's and I understand. I understand yeah. because the whole age and, you know, people tend to read the, the book by its cover. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, it's it, in the industry, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's 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 in that industry. But again, I understand their point at some yeah. somehow because I learned the hard way of not giving you know not getting the youngest person to do some stuff. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Like uh, now, I want someone with experience to do it. But I, in certain points, I like to give other people opportunities to grow. Exactly. Yeah. Um. But not in something too, too. Uh, critical you know like something yeah. that i know that won't affect me if yeah. you mess something up it's not a big deal go ahead yeah um have you ever had any business adventures other than real estate or business adventures other than real estate well when i first initially started um growing up my mom was a, uh worked in a bank was a banker for 20 plus years mm. um so i would see her going to work and every saturday she would take me to her office and i was of course in the break room eating all the kalashis 
<laughs> and, um, you know, seeing her work sometimes and bothering her watching, you know, one Saturday morning on TV. Um, but I always wanted to work at a bank. Always. Mm-hmm. So I accomplished that dream at uh, 18. Wow. And I worked from sev- at several different uh, banks and branches for about five years. And then I was like, yeah, Not for you. I don't think this is what I wanted. Wow. I remember like being like 18, 19, and I would go to the ATM and there's a sticker on the ATM, like hiring, call us oh, now. Yeah. <laughs> I cannot tell you the amount of, of places I call. You know, I was 18, yeah. just out of high school. I, 17 when I graduated high school. But, you know, so I was applying. Obviously, I'm like, my resume's blank. Blank, You yeah. know, like, what do you say? Um, fortunately, my um, my ex-girlfriend's mom at the time had a connection um, at Compass Bank. Oh, it does not exist anymore. Oh, uh, yeah, it's... Did you see that? It's PN... It's, it was B, BNA, something PNC. like that. BNC. I it was BBVA, we might be mistaken. Then, then PNC. Because, yeah. you know, BBVA is Mexican, right? Well, it's Spanish. Yeah. Yeah. It's Spanish. Yeah, I went to the BBVA compass our area. Yeah. And I was like, what the fuck? It's not, it's not the same anymore. Like, What's going on? <laughs> yeah. Um, but I'm sorry, I interrupted you, but that's that's your adventure. You yeah, so there. she knew somebody, mm-hmm. and she knew this is what I wanted to do, and she put in a good word for me, and they hired me because she said I was a good guy. Oh. Um, so it's definitely good to have those type of relationships. So I try to talk to everybody. Um Somebody knows somebody, and it's not why you talk to them, but correct. You know, you just never know. Yeah, I mean, um, a lot of another thing that I, I want to bring out to people, you know, it's it's a lot of who you know that that brings you. It's not about knowing everybody, but it's yeah, the specific you know. group that you know. Um, how, how do you manage that yourself of having the right right group of friends that you know would guide you to the right. Yeah, I always try to have friends that have the same goals that I have. Um, I always preach that to my siblings. My brother's 21 and my sister's 16. And I'm always telling when my brother was in high school. I'm like, dude, talk to everybody. That's, I, I didn't do that in high school. I said, you need to talk to everybody. And he's like, no, I try. And I'm like, do it. Because, yeah. you know, just just it's good to have friends and it's good to know other people. Um, but I try to hang out. I love meeting new people. So if you're serving me at a restaurant or, you know, I meet you out at a bar or something and we chat and there's a good connection, I'm always quick to be like, hey, what's your Instagram? And then we go from there. Um, if there's a good, you know, chemistry and we're having fun, why not? So socializing, you know, in, in, in certain places, is it's good. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely not working. It's weird to call it that because it's just like, you know, being yourself and just talking to people. Do you feel like sometimes knowing too many people is bad? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Because I've, I've gotten to that point where like knowing too many people is like, oh, shit. You're like, oh, this person's friends with this person. Who knows this yeah. person? And, and it's one thing I touched last episode where I was like, okay, well, how do you deal with that? Uh, you know, you have a friend and you met another person you know and you get real cool with both of them but the other person's not cool with them and it's a whole drama thing that i think at the age that we're at we shouldn't worry about it how old are you by the way guess a number guess a number please 28 dude way off how old are you i'm 25 oh yeah yeah i'm young i'm young that is nuts yeah yeah i will tell you to guess but i look very old today so (laughs) (laughs) no but i mean I'm, i'm 25 a lot of people see me on a regular day and 
I've sat in tables. I've actually sat with people I've spoken over the phone. They're like, how old are you? And I'm like, 25. It's like, dude, I thought you were like 30, 20, Dang. 29. It's the beard, bro. Nah, <laughs> no, you're very mature. Yeah, and, and then my mom says that I'm very used now. Wow. <laughs> yeah, no, no. Not like I, I partied my ass off in my early years, you know. Yeah. Partied my ass off, and I, I did a lot, you know. I, I started working at a young age, and I wanted to be in that group. Yeah. I wanted, you wanted to be like, you know, I moved out of my house when I was 19. Wow. And I moved to, there was an apartment complex. I still, I think it still exists. It's called the Muse mm-hmm. on Richmond and Montreal. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I had a corner apartment, 20, 19 years old. Don't ask me how I got that apartment. Hey, <laughs> they did it. Yeah, but they did it. I got it and, you know, I was part of my ass off. It was, you oh, know, yeah. I mean, what else did you do? Fake ID. You know what I mean? Wow. <laughs> You got uh, in. Yeah, yeah. So it, it was good. But that's what I'm saying. I, I grew up at a young age. I, I learned everything the hard way. Yeah. Nothing to do with my parents. I just always wanted to be independent. Yeah. You got to figure it out by yourself. Yeah. Uh, and that's another thing. You know, uh, there's a lot of rough patches in, in, in that learning situation, you know, where, um, you know, have moving into your first apartment. Uh, how was how that for you? Moving into my first apartment. I won't get. I won't get too personal. Okay. Um, I will tell you. Um, so I had my own place in Austin, mm-hmm. um, and I lived there, two bedroom, back when rent was affordable back then. In Austin. Oh yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. And I lived there, and I had I'd moved out of uh, my parents' house when I was seventeen. So I've been on my own since seventeen, and I have never moved back or called for help or asked for money or any of that. So when I moved from Austin to Houston, I called my dad and I said, hey, I'm doing a career change. And he let me stay at his his house uh, for a couple of months. So that definitely helped me get on my feet. The crazy story is before that, I was living um, in Austin with a, a previous significant other. Mm-hmm. And um, I had everything, you know, everything I wanted, furniture, washer, dryer, everything, you know, clothes, Stuff from like uh, baseball cars I had as a kid, just everything there. So when I moved to my dad's house for a couple of months, I brought my big screen TV, of course, you know, Best Buy, Black Friday. Yeah. <laughs> and um, brought my big screen TV, a couple of clothes, and that's it. I was going to go back to Austin and get all my stuff back. Um, I go back to Austin probably like a couple of weeks later. All my stuff is gone. Wow. That's a big one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so all this, you know, all these possessions I had completely gone. Um, clothes, washer, dryer, furniture. Um, so I like, had to start from the bottom. And it, when I was like 23-ish. Um, so I had it all or thought I had it all. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I worked so hard for this. I deserve this. Completely gone. Mm-hmm. Um, so I come back to Houston and I'm like, oh, I'm I'm homeless. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know that. I'm, I'm sitting at my dad's house. I'm, you know, 23, 24. And like, you know, it's it's crazy. So um, I moved out. I moved to the Spring Branch area. And it was a rinkety dink apartments. And it was so cheap. All bills paid. And I found this out on on Craigslist, yeah, you know, I'm you know working at a brokerage, but I couldn't find anything cheap enough, and I went on Craigslist, and I'm like, man, this looks sketchy. Um, but I met the lady there, Spring Branch, and um, nothing but 
you know, elderly people that work that are there. I had a lady that sold the miles and she would knock on my door. I mean, it was great. I lived there for three years because wow. you're in Spring Branch on the yeah. middle of anything. And my friends are like, why don't you move? And I'm like, no, yeah, this the, is my spot. the first the first couple of months um, I was sleeping on the floor. And then I called my friend. I uh, used to be my roommate. And I'm like, bro. Can I borrow your mattress? So you have my mattress. So he delivered the mattress, and I fortunately had a coworker um, that gave me some dishes because I don't even have dishes. Yeah. Um, but the first day I was there, I had a couch, n- no bed, and you know, a couple of dishes. I was drinking like water and cokes from uh, from a wine glass because I didn't have any dishes. I, I feel you on that, dude. But it was free. Yeah. I was like, I, you know, I was so grateful, and. Um, the first day I get there, I moved in. It's just me. I like broke down in like tears out of like happiness. I'm like, this is mine. Like, Correct. this is yours. Yeah. And then from there, I'm just like so grateful. Things come and go, you know? So just to be able to go through that and know that God's going to take care of you, I'm good. Yeah, you know, my my first apartment was the same way, dude. Yeah. I, I came in... Uh, and then it was, it was a beautiful apartment and the glass would hit the street in Richmond. Yeah. And I was like, oh, my God, oh, this is beautiful. I'm, I'm, this is beautiful. But I had no furniture. I, I, yeah. I only took my bed from my parents' house and yeah. that's all I had. I didn't have no dishes, cups or anything like that. Um, so I remember I, I went out that night and I met, I met this guy. Uh, I've, I've never heard of him anymore. Uh, his name is Malik. His dad used to own an antique store in Rice Village. Okay. So, you know, socializing. Oh, yeah. I'm like, oh, well, after party at my house. On the way there, I'm like, fuck, I don't have it. <laughs> like, what am I like, going to do? Yeah, I don't have anything. It was it's like, like oh, they robbed me. No big people. deal. Yeah. We get there, and he was like, dude, what's going on here? And I was like, I just moved in, like, yesterday. I'm sorry. Like, You've been there for, like, four months. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So he's like, no, 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 no. You can't be like this. He was like, here's my number. Hit me up tomorrow. I was like, okay. He was like, my dad has a warehouse full of furniture that he doesn't use. He was like, wow. I'm like, are you serious? He was like, dude, take it. I was like, wow. Cups, everything. And everything was like nice, you know, like yeah. nice couch. You started drinking with your pinky up. Yeah. I was like, fuck, I, I made it. Like, you know, and I could, I'm always going to be thankful f- for what he did for me then. Uh, you know, where's he at now? I don't know. I've, I lost track of no, him. I'm telling you, he's yeah. like an angel. Yeah. And it's like they come in and they're gone. Yeah. It, I lost track of him. I, um, last time I, I, I drove by Rice Village where his dad's antique store and it wasn't there anymore. And really? I, yeah. And I was walking with my girlfriend and I told her this story. I was like, I was like, baby, like, this is the spot. This is where I got my furniture for the first time, you know. Well, it would be crazy if you go in the store and they're like, what do you mean? We've been here for 20 years. Oh, my God. Yes. You're like, oh, you, it's much to see that store across the street. You're like, oh, yeah, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I feel that. I mean, I feel like some people are sometimes are embarrassed to show what the struggle is at first, oh, you yeah. know. I mean, I, I've met some people, too, that, you know, that I go to their apartment. And it's like that, you know. But I was like, hey, bro, I've, I, I made an, a friend of mine. He just moved into his own apartment. Yeah. And, you know, he was like, he had a TV and a table and that's all yeah, he had. That's all you need. And I was like, hey, bro, 
I didn't even have that shit when I first started. Yeah. You know, and forget about my apartment that I had a nice one, but I struggled, you know, the first month I worked my ass off to pay the first rent, second rent, and then after that, you know, I I, I set it a goal that I have to make this money in order to pay this bill. Because if not, I would go out to drink oh, yeah. and just spend that shit all yep. the time. Did you ever have any issues uh, where you didn't know how to manage your money and you're like, ah, oh, man. Fortunately, no. No? Uh, You've so always been good with money. Yeah. Well, your my, mom was a banker. My mom was a banker and yeah. she would, you know, checkbook and literally write everything down and wow. you know, to the penny every single time. Um, so I don't want to say I learned from her because I, sometimes I check my statement and I'm like, how much money do I have? <laughs> you know, I'm like, oh, I, ooh, I eat out a lot. Yeah. I need to stop. Um, but no, fortunately, I've been I've been good money managing wise. I, I um, I'm, I'm sometimes scared. <laughs> I'm not in a bad way, but I go out to eat and, you know, me and my girlfriend eat everything. Yeah. Like where we order the everything that's on the appetizer and like three. Just entries. go to buffets, bro. I mean, it's good. <laughs> my God. I we used to I used to live on Bel Air. Um, uh, some apartments right next to the little Woodrow 610 in Bel Air. Yeah. So there's a Chinese buffet on the other side right next to Stella Link. I used to walk there every Thursday and I just oh, eat. And my man. girlfriend's like, how can you eat that food? And I was like, it's the uh, best fucking yeah. food. And it's like $10. Yeah, it's $10. <laughs> best fucking food ever. Yeah. And, you know, I walk back home and I'm good. You yeah. Know, that, I think buffets are, are kind of slept on. Yeah. I don't know why. Yeah, don't sleep on buffets. I think there's a hype uh, that, that needs to stop. They need to bring that back. They need to bring yeah. uh, buffets back. Um, They're open on Christmas, Thanksgiving. They never New stop years. working. They don't. They don't stop. That that's good. Uh, do you work all year long? How does your schedule work? Yes. Yeah. All. I mean. Yeah, I try to take weekends off. Sometimes, like once a month, where I like take a trip somewhere for like Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, and then I come back. Um, but I just came back from Belize a couple days that. ago, um, and it was you know New Year's Eve. You don't think there's stuff going on, uh, but there's stuff always going on. So I came back home Monday, and I'm like, I felt bad. I'm yeah, like, oh, I shouldn't have gone. I mean, nothing. There's no ball that was dropped or anything, but you just feel guilty. Like oh, I could have done this. I should have done that. Um, you know, I work for for myself, so I guess that's good to still have that mentality. So, I mean, I, I understand what you say that, you know, you went and you didn't tell anybody. You're just like, oh, I'm doing that. Yeah, I've, I've, I've done that before where my girl's like, hey, do you want to go to Mexico? Like, Cancun. I was like, okay, well, what days are we looking? Yeah. She's like, Thursday to Sunday. I'm like, Thursday and Friday, I like work. Friday. How do I do it? <laughs> yeah. My boss calls me. I'm at, I'm at the airport. A video call and I'm like with 15 other people on that video Should call have like the green screen have you seen that no, no I mean I didn't turn my camera on but all you hear is like, like flight number <laughs> so my boss was like Josh where are you I was like ah, I'm at the airport where are you going I was like Cancun he was like am I the boss or you're the boss and I was like <laughs> so you going on vacation <laughs> yeah yeah, so flight for, for Cancun is not boarding, and you're like, what? Yeah, what? <laughs> like, yeah, I gotta let you go. Yeah, so I mean, and then that has you know helped me on my priorities. You know, where work, fun, yeah, and then uh, but I actually put travel on top of work because I think traveling is you're a big part. Stuck at home working. Yeah, and, and I think that's one good subject that I could talk uh, talk with you about traveling because I know you travel a lot. <laughs> we started traveling a lot this year. We went all over the place. 
And I feel like some people don't invest their money into traveling. You have to. Yeah, because I don't know what people know. Maybe we could give them some tips on how to do it. Because I see people spend money in bottles and all that partying stuff. I'm like, dude, you just spent $700 there. $700 gets you a lot. lot. Yeah. A lot. Um, I'm cheap. Yeah? I... Fortunately, I have a, a credit card with with free miles. Okay, it, and I, you know, I spend money for my business and work and whatever. I have a lot of points. Oh wow! Um, so recent, my last trip, I just you know used my points, and um, I usually go with groups of friends. Mm-hmm. So you go with a group of friends, five, six, seven, eight people, and split it. You have a good time. I mean. $700 on you know a bottle or it was actually $2,500 this weekend for New Year's Eve one of my friends bought a bottle and the section was 25 for like two bottles I'm like what? What? Why? Yeah uh, but I mean we can talk we, can, we can't really talk we spend money on some things that you know <laughs> stuff I buy yeah there's a, there's a lot of things that you know, a lot of things that I, I purchase that I'm sometimes I'm like wow yeah. I don't spend that much money but you know that you know credit cards are good you, you use your credit cards to go traveling uh, don't overdo it oh yeah yeah Pay don't overdo the pair, uh, credit card thing because then you'll be stuck in a debt that you never want to yes, get sure. some people yeah. don't know that you know credit cards first time users I've heard this and I've heard it from people that they max out their card thinking hey you know it's going to stay at the same and then you know yeah. I'll pay it every month but they don't know that every month they're adding an interest rate oh it's terrible it's like 17% yeah so you know you don't, you want to manage your money good on that yeah. on that um any tips on uh, you've been to Mexico? Yes, yeah. I went to Tulum twice last year. How's that? It's a it's it's a blast. First off, um, which is terrible because it was like twenty twenty one. It was towards the end COVID pandemic. Right now. Um, no, it was good. It's I mean, what's not to like? Let me tell you a little bit about Tulum. I don't know if you knew this. Um, probably about twelve years ago, thirteen mm-hmm. years ago, I was born and raised in Mexico City. And uh, my grandma came along some uh, land in Cancun. Not in Tulum, but in Cancun. Yeah. So we used to go every summer. Cancun was my thing every yeah, summer. And it was it was still beautiful, but it was it was not as hype as it is now. Yeah. Uh, and we used to take a, a bus with like, you know, like sheeps and shit like that. And we'll pass through a little ghost town. And we're like, oh, it's a ghost town. Never thought about it. Right. Years come along and they start building in the and that in that place and now it's Tulum. That is insane. It used to be a ghost town, man. Like nothing was that is there. Wild. Now they're gonna build another airport so you can just have direct flights. Yeah, um, there's this guy by the name of Roberto Palazuelos. He's the owner of pretty much every hotel there. Where his it's a crazy story again. I like I like I like reading and I like getting into this kind of stuff. He his grandfather owned everything in Acapulco. You ever heard of Acapulco oh, yeah. before? Frank Sinatra, all those people. Yeah. So whenever they said, "Hey, you know, Acapulco's dying down," there's this town on the other side of the coast. It looks beautiful. Let's do it. They built Cancun, where Cancun with the hotel resorts. Yeah, and then his he said, "Hey, well." grandson that place built now that place is worth billions that that did you know that that uh sculpture you know when you take a picture they moved it inside the resort now because it used to be on the street 
And there used to be people charging you to take pictures. Did they really? Yeah. So now the owner, Roberto Palazuelos, he put the, the thing, in, the sculpture inside. And he's know. charging himself. That's They should have done that a long time ago. That's smart. Yeah. But like I, I heard in a podcast, uh, it's called um, Creativo. That's a podcast. And he was one of the uh, guys there that... You know, it's it's happening again in Tulum where it's dying down. A lot of people, a lot of new investors are coming in with uh, not that great of a love for the land. Yeah. And they don't take care of it. Yeah. Uh, you know, they're throwing trash away, some kind of stuff. So they're they're losing the value. Uh, it's terrible because I, when I went in January and then I went back again in uh, July, there was so much that had been done within that time frame where I'm like, Oh, that's new. That's new. That's yeah. new. You, you're starting to see these major hotel chains pop up, and you're like, "Oh, it's changed." Yeah, yeah. I mean, and I'm telling you, it's it's new investors that come in and they mess the place up. Yeah. Um, I, I we recently went to uh, Cancun about two months ago. Yeah, it was one of those random ones. Where we were like, "Oh no, we can let's just go." And but we didn't want to go to Cancun. We went to Playa Playa del Carmen. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's and, nice uh, too. Ah, oh, it's beautiful. It's I'm gonna tell you a story that we went to this beautiful hotel where the shower was outside, and you know you you see it on pictures. You're like, oh my god, it's beautiful. Yeah. I'm gonna take a shower outside. When you get there, there's like iguanas and like monkeys on the on the outside, and you're like, I don't have to take a shower there. And it's yeah. like, yeah, no, just no. jump in the pool. Yeah, it, it, so that's not my my scene. Tulum was never my scene. It's. Um, I love house music and it's like, it's, yeah, it's, it's, I I love it, but it's it's just not my scene anymore. Yeah, I, I I'm more of a. Um, have you been to Mexico City? I haven't. Isn't that terrible? You have to go. You have to go. I want to go. More of that vibe. I mean, you have to go. Let me know, and then I'll I'll give you contacts. And we have followers from there too. Oh, hola. yeah. Hola. Yeah, no, saludos a todos. Saludos a mis amigos de la Ciudad de México que nos están viendo. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's it's good. Um, I mean, and I wanted to touch another subject with you. Um, when 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 do you feel comfortable? Or have you you know? There's a point in life where you feel comfortable. Are you that person that stays in that in the same place, or you want to like go up and you want to reach the top? Mm. No. I am never comfortable, and it's yeah. terrible. Uh, I barely get any sleep, um, just because what I want to do and what my goals are, which is terrible because it's it's hard sleeping at night. Um, but no, I never get comfortable. I always want to do uh, more, bigger, better. Not just for me, uh, my family. You know, I mean, I don't have any kids or anything. I have my dog, but um, no, I always want to do more. I always want to be busy. Um, today was a busy day. For example, I had. Four meetings with clients, and then I called you when I was out of the meeting, which was 7 p.m., and it's midnight now. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, you know, and it's Wednesday. Today's Wednesday. Today's Wednesday, yeah. Yeah, and um, I just love being so busy. So I just want to get more business and be busy and so do what you, I can. you like to stay active. For sure. Yeah, today. Maybe not physically, but. Today I spoke to uh, the person that was cutting my hair. Mm-hmm. And she was like, well, she, my phone kept on going off. She was like, how do you stay so active? I was like, I like to be active. I like to be doing things. Yep. 
Because there was a point in my life where I'd be sitting down watching TV, and then I'll see two or three hours pass by, and I didn't do anything, you know? Yeah. I didn't do anything. But I like the fact that you say that you're active. Uh, so, what, your day starts at 6 a.m. in the morning, 7 a.m. in the morning? Yeah, get up at 6, uh, go to I'm spinning class. We haven't gone. Bro, you tell me. <laughs> I got a free, free friend pass. You let me yeah. know. Um, and that wakes me up. I mean, it's it gets your blood flowing. It's... It's good to go back home, walk my dog, make breakfast, go to the office. And I have my set schedule every single day, and it changes. People call, can they see this house? Can you meet this inspector? Um, but as long as I'm busy and active, I am very content. Do you have a, um, a mentor or somebody that you follow that you're like, hey, this is how I want to be? Yeah, so um, he started in real estate. His name's David Atkins. Um he was a new kid on the block and when I was working as a floating assistant for that brokerage he came in and made a huge splash it's completely different than everyone everyone else that I experienced in the office and I was like oh this guy's different I'm like this is pretty cool I'm like that's goals yeah um and a year and a half later I started working with him and I learned literally everything from him um and, and actually had a meeting and phone call with clients today with him and incredibly knowledgeable. Um, and it's good. We do, we're actually doing a lot of co-listings together now. Wow. Um, it's in his staging company that's that does it all and he's do, doing it all by himself. How crazy it is that, it is you nuts. Know, that you see somebody when you first start and then now you're actually working with them. Yeah, you know? it's, it's, I wouldn't have thought and it's, it's crazy. And we work so well together. You know, we finish each other's sentences. We think the same things. Uh, he's a little bit louder than I am. And I feel like sometimes we're like Penn and Teller, you know, sometimes I'm there and I'm like, yep, that's what I'm thinking. <laughs> yep, that's, yep. It's so good to have a good team around you yeah. of working. Um, you know, you being a, a, a team, a teamwork person, you have to be able to work with other people. Um, did you ever have that issue where you were an independent, you don't want to work with somebody or you always like working with other people? Um... I like working with other people, uh, but then again, if it's, I like working with other people, you know. Have you ever, I don't know. Go ahead. Have you applied at a job before and you get those uh, personality tests on the application? I have done that before. They're like, can you describe yourself? Yeah. And then it's like, I'm, I'm good looking. Handsome. Or, handsome, yeah. <laughs> no, 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 but they give you the options, like handsome, good looking, team worker. And I'm like, is anyone ever honest on any of these? Oh, no. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm cute. Yeah, right? like, I'm, I'm a handsome. team worker. I like to take uh, yeah. cr- constructive criticism. Yeah. I'm about that. Are you a good receiver of uh, constructive criticism? Tell me, for sure. Yeah. 100%. You don't take it too hard? No. Everyone has their own opinions, and if they have something to say, and go ahead, let me know. And you know, I can always perfect my craft if I'm doing something wrong. If a client thinks a certain way, if my marketing can be better, my videos, anything, I'm I'm all for it. You know. Good. Uh, so your marketing, you do it all yourself, or you? you yeah, go? Okay. I'll do it all myself. I have a lot of. I have a amazing brokerage that I work with that is able to expose uh, properties internationally. I work at Sotheby's International Realty and um, amazing. Um, but all the marketing that an agent does is by themselves. So everything, you know, as far as social media, 
is everything I do myself. And I don't know how many times I said myself the last 10 seconds. It's okay. Anyways. I, I, I saw that I, I said, I know, you know a lot on the first episodes. I used to say, you know a lot. Oh, yeah. 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 That's yeah, tough. Um, but yeah, no, it's, um, I've had people reach out to me and DM me like, hey, who does your marketing? And I'm like, me? You should start your own company. I, I've actually have had people reach out. I've, I've referred people to, you know, companies that I know. And I'm like what am I doing? You know, like I should probably like do this side hustle. Um, who knows what's stopping you? Damn. And that is a good question. Yeah. 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 Pretty good question. I'm stopping myself. (laughs) Should you get the answer? No, 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 it's, it's something I've, I've considered and you know, you never know. I mean, you know, if you ever need any help, you know, I I do yeah. a lot of, of marketing myself, too. I, I've noticed the yeah. amount of views you've gotten on your first couple of podcasts. Dude. I know, man. It's, incredible. It's, it's, it's crazy. It's crazy. And, you know, I, I have the help of a team. You know, I created a group of friends. That's nice. I wish five. I could have that one day. <laughs> you're, you're always welcome. <laughs> um, you know, it's a group of five friends that I have, you know, uh, Alex, George, Beto, and, you know, other friends that I have, where they're all, like, really knowledgeable on social media, marketing, all that kind of shit. So I send them things first. What do you think about this? And they're like, hey, do this, change this, change that. Start doing that. So the videos that I put on Instagram or Facebook, they're catchy because of the things that I put on them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, I, I like doing that kind of stuff. I'm creative myself. I like to do a lot Until. of creative stuff. Like I said, if you ever need any help with, uh, you know, marketing or you need designing, anything like that, you, you hit me up. I'll I will. Do that. And you, you talking about those views, um, this this episode is being sponsored. Oh, third yeah. episode? Third episode wow. is already sponsored, my guys. Um, are you a boot guy? I am not. No. Isn't that terrible? I need to get you into We're boots, Texas, man. I don't have and rodeo boots. season's coming. They just released their lineup today. Oh, I, didn't, I have not seen that. You know who it is? No? Uh, a few of them. Ricky Martin. Oh, wow. Uh, obviously, George Strait is going to Yeah, be he's, he's a big guy. Um, so, you know, I'm going to get you their Instagram so you get to see. It's called El Toro Boots. You guys could go follow him on my Instagram. Uh, the link is down below. They have everything from hats, shirts, jeans, boots. I actually wear their hats. So these are like the little designs. It's, this is not them, but they sell these at their store. Like, you know, they have like the rooster, the, all that kind of stuff. Yours says king on there. Yeah, yeah. Okay. This is the lion right here. Lion yeah. king. So I, I have all the hats and I, I go get it from them. Uh, you order it online. Or you, and you go pick it up or they deli- or, you know send it to you via UPS however really? you want yeah uh, they're based off of Pasadena Texas oh okay. yeah so it's it's not that far um, I need and, to go with you yeah, yeah I don't have anything we yeah. don't have a discount code but you know hopefully later on whenever oh, yeah. we get another sponsorship you know we get a discount code but yeah the, you know they give you uh, they have the jeans the boots um, you what? know they have everything that you could think of and uh, um, they're good good people good brothers that I know uh, so thank you so much for sponsoring this first uh, being the first sponsors in this podcast it, it means a lot to me awesome. and uh, like I said I go I'll link them below and you guys could go check them out and uh, you, hopefully we could go I'll take you one day Seriously, soon. Yeah. Because March is going to be here around the corner. Yeah, I mean, uh, and, you know, it's uh, the whole pandemic. I was scared that the rodeo was going to be canceled again. I know. They canceled last year's. Yeah. I remember I went to the rodeo cook-off, and that's like 
literally the beginning of COVID. Yeah. Um, I'd gone to Kafka and it was amazing, of course. And I want to say like the day later, all over the news was like, confirmed coronavirus case. Yes. And I was like, what's this? A beer? Corona? What's, what's going on? You know, I wouldn't, I don't know, but I think we saw each other at the cook-off. Did we? Probably. I, you know, I, I have that memory of seeing you at the rodeo. I don't so. remember that even. Yeah, you know, the, the cook-off here in Houston is crazy. It is man. nuts. Yeah, but I remember the day after the event or something like that, it was like canceled. Yeah. Like we went, we were like the last ones there. Yeah. And it was like, boom, done. It's like, what? Here we are two years later. Is that not nuts? Can you believe this whole pandemic? No. I, I, I can't believe it to this point right now. No, there's... Uh, I, I actually had... I tested positive two weeks ago. No way. Yeah. Wow. My second time having it. Mm. Um, you know, it was, it was coughing, phlegm. I thought, like, yeah. oh, it's just, you know, a minor cough. I could not move. <laughs> like, the last three days, it was just me in bed... Or on the couch, like not being able to do anything. And I felt terrible. Like I couldn't get up, didn't go to the gym. I didn't go outside. I hated it. I hated it. Yeah. It, I, Have you had it before? I've had it once and I didn't know I had it. Ooh. And this was when it first started. It's your fault. You, you're the one who spread it. You know, have, do you watch Family Guy? No. I love no. Family Guy. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. It's not. It's South Park. Do you watch South Park? Oh, I've seen a few episodes. There's a new, uh, epi- a new episode that came out as a... Um, pandemic special it's so good it's about is it new it's brand new All it's right. brand new you have to go watch it it's uh, i don't want to spoil it but it has something to do with like That's it was good. you yeah and it has to do with uh, mickey mouse so you, you'll like it oh, if people God. have watched it they'll they'll know what i'm talking about yeah but i, mean, I want this whole thing to be over already so you know, know. I've, I've done four covid tests within two weeks Wow. Negatives. I think it's like the worst part is getting that thing up your nose and you're like crying and it's picking a part of your brain and you're like. It's bad. Yeah, yeah, it, it's bad. I, you know, like I said, I've gone four times to get tested because people around me had gone in. So I was like, I need to go get tested Everybody. every time. So I've gone like two times and then today I went because just because I knew I was having you and because I'm leaving to Mexico. So I want to oh, be yeah. clear. So, and yeah, negative, and I was like, all right, cool. Oh, you're good. Yeah, my parents are like, dude, how many tests do you get done? I was like, I don't care. And, you know, like, yeah. I have people coming to the house, and, you know, I, I want to have everyone safe. I hate the people that know that they have it, oh. and they're still out and about. Yeah, um, it's terrible. Yeah, have you ever encountered anybody like that? Anyone that I know? No, yeah. thankfully. Yeah, I, I had a friend. I had a friend. That, you know, this guy was out and about and he knew he had it. Oh, my God. I was just like, dude, what are you doing? And was, I saw pictures of him at a club. <gasps> and I'm like, oh, my God. That dude. is terrible. Yeah, the conscience, you know. People are dying from this thing. No, they really are. Yeah. Um, so, I don't know. You follow me on Instagram. I, <laughs> I did a story on questions of, uh, you know, what people wanted to hear. Sure. You know, little questions. The question of the day was... What is something that you can't live without? What is something I can have? Like a physical thing? Physical, material, whatever you... Um, I go to church every Sunday. I have to go to church. That's the beginning of my week. Yeah? I need that. Yeah. It's, it inspires you, gives it, you that energy. Complete, and I go by myself. Mm-hmm. I try to bring my siblings. They go whenever. Um, but I go to church every week, every Sunday... 
it helps me. But as far as like physical, I need my phone. Oh wow, it's terrible. Yeah, uh, same. I it mean, is, and I don't have like notifications on like any apps, so you have would, to go look. I I have to go look. Yeah. Um, but if I had notifications like on Facebook or Instagram or anything, it would be nonstop. So I just leave it as text messages and phone calls. Yeah. Emails and that's it. So I'm always emails probably like the number one app that I'm looking. Have you seen that report that you get at the end of the day? I think yeah, I have that the, turned off. Oh so. yeah, you don't want to look at that. My brother's like, "Go ahead and look at this." I said, "Oh, it's off." Yeah, sorry. <laughs> You're like, no idea. Don't want to look at that. Yeah. So some people said, you know, some people over here, um, a lot of people said their phone. Uh, somebody from Mexico put, yeah, this comments from Mexico. He said. Perfume porque le odio que las personas vuelan mal. So they hate. It's true. Yeah. I think I wasn't a big cologne guy until no? like two, three years ago. Wow. Yeah. So what did you like? Axe? Axe. Axe. A bad idea. Did you, do you remember that when the oh, Axe sure, first like came out? I was just going at it. Yeah. I didn't even have to shower. Yeah. At the gym. You're sure right. I mean, I just like, we had to go to Costco and get like just. <laughs> <laughs> the big ones. It was like it a was Red terrible. Bull package. I know. It yeah. was. That, that's, that's one Their thing. Their marketing was good. Is You know, they you'd see a guy spray it and then like these like girls that. all over them. And I'm like, oh. It was like Old Spice. Like, Mom, I need this. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I used to have one in my locker in high school. Oh, for sure. And just go, you know, between classes, go in there, clean me up. And, you know, I don't know. Back in high school, like, you know, you'll see a girl and it was like a hug. Oh, You're like, hey, yeah. how are you? <laughs> He it was smells like, like Phoenix. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, Jolene. Did you, did you see Josh? He smells like Phoenix. Oh my yeah. God. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was back in the day, it was Hollister too. Remember oh. like that cologne from the store? Yeah. Oh or God. no, Abercrombie. I wasn't an Abercrombie guy. Nah, that cologne. Dude. Yeah. It's good. There was a there was a price difference. Hollister and what? Abercrombie, right? Yeah, I think probably. I couldn't yeah. fit into either, so I don't know. It's it like style for me. It was like the skinny tight shirts. <laughs> I was like, what? Ripped the, jeans and I, like the shell Oh, yeah. yeah. I said, you ain't got no extra large? <laughs> never. <laughs> Could never. Another person here put, I can't live without cigarettes. Oof. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm a, I smoke, but I'm not a... I'm gonna go outside and smoke. Yeah, it's just I guess like a casual smoker. Like yeah. if I'm drinking or something, like I'll, I'll take a cigarette. But I hope you overcome your addiction. You know, that's yeah. that's you something. Got this tough. 2022 New Year, New You. Yeah, New Year, New You. Uh, there's a lot of new ways you could stop. You know, there's gum. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's uh, there's a lot of like uh, non uh, tobacco cigarettes now. Really? Yeah, where you could just smoke and you get the sense, but it is not actually tobacco. Oh, there you which go. Which I feel like you still are smoking, so you probably don't go that way. Yeah. Just try the gums, too. They have gum. It's good for you. Um, What's terrible is like, it doesn't taste good. It's the nicotine that does It's it. the nicotine that tastes like, good. Like, if it tastes like, you know, strawberries and bananas, I'd be like, oh, all day. Yeah. Um, I was actually watching a, a Joe Rogan episode earlier, and he was talking about how, you know, he, he's in Austin. He's like a big, like, a marijuana guy or whatever. Yeah. So he says that. Hey, I'm waiting know. that for three more podcasts in. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hopefully, Mom. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but he's saying that people like to smoke joints out of tobacco because you get the high of the tobacco and then you get the weed. Wow. Yeah, it's crazy. I didn't know that. I have no idea. Yeah, I had I no idea that that's how it was happening. 
But his guess was Wiz Khalifa, so you could imagine. Oh, yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, the other one said, my phone, I run my business directly from it. Yeah, that's something that you could yeah, relate with. Uh, my phone and cheese me. Ooh. Instagram, dude. Instagram is dangerous. Oh, Instagram. Instagram and Facebook. Don't even tell me. Don't get me started on that. Yeah. Have you, have you ever gotten into like some Instagram drama that no. you think of? No? No, I just block them. Are you, you're a blocker? I'm a blocker, too. Yeah, it depends. Like, yeah. if it's someone that I've, like, known and, like, you know, we had a band adding, I won't block you. But if you're, like, talking mess, I'll block you. I'm, I'm, I'm a person that I said before. I'm a person where I would literally stop talking to you and I would never hear from me. Yeah. I'm that person. I have a few people that I know and, you know, I don't know where I just, you know. Yeah. You've, I've, I sense vibes. I'm that kind of person. Sometimes they're into your life for a short period and that's mm-hmm. it. And, and it, sometimes it happens for a reason. Yeah. A lot of people don't understand that and they hold that, that person so long that, you know, sometimes it becomes a little toxic. For you, sure. You don't want to do that. Uh, I have another one that said music. They can't live without music. Um, are you, you listening to music in the oh, car? All day for sure. Yeah. I'm What's your favorite like shower. right now? I'm going to sound terrible. So in the morning, I wake up and I listen to Christian music. Really? Every morning. Okay. And then by the time I get out of my ride, it's like banging, like Houston rap. You know, very diverse. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm very, very diverse. And my, my girlfriend tells me that all the time. Like, I could be in the office listening to house music. Yeah. Uh, and then I get in the car and I listen to Mexican music. Yep. And then we're halfway in and I'm listening to salsa and merengue. Yeah, you have to. She's like. Dude, just listen to the radio. No, I, I switch it up to you. I, I grew up with the Hano music and country, 90s country. From that to rap to you name it, everything yeah. in between. And I was in a band growing up. Same. What did you play? The trumpet. I'm about to leave. Are you serious? Yeah, yeah. I played the so trumpet. did I. Oh, dude. You, you got yours? <laughs> yeah, I still have mine. Bro, <laughs> I'm down. Yeah, yeah. Actually, you know, I pulled it out for like beginning of December. My sister... Took it out for me. She was like, you "What do you remember? have a box stride?" Yeah, yeah, and Bro. then it was silver, like silver. Oh, I have the same one. And then uh, I remember my mom used to rent those, like you know the oh, rental, yeah. instrument rentals. And then my dad got me one of those for Christmas. I got that for Christmas one year too. Yeah, that's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, it was like going to a freshman year. Yeah, for some more, starting marching band, yeah. so you could look cool with oh, the silver, silver trumpet. trumpet. Yeah. So I learned how to play the trumpet, the trombone, the and the saxophone a little bit. Nice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, I like music a lot. You know, I have a lot of friends that are musicians. Like what high school did you go to? Elsick High School. Oh, so y'all had some banging like stand tunes. Well, you know the the teacher that I had at that time, the director, his name was Mr. Lean, and he was like a jazz guy. Okay. So we were uh, uh, Earth, Wind, and Fire, uh, all that kind of stuff. So it was it was fun at that point, you know. Uh, I didn't I didn't stay till I think my junior year I, I stopped going to band. Uh, I started playing baseball and that kind of oh, interfered. Yeah. What'd you play? I was shortstop. There you go. Yeah, shortstop and second base. So I did that, and then to now sometimes I pull out the trumpet and I play sometimes. Oh man, I have mine right there, and I'm like. Do I have valve oil? Yeah. Like, where do they sell those? Oh, my those God, yeah. Well, yeah, I put, a group, you know, regular oil. <laughs> really? Yeah, I mean, it has, it has nothing that's <laughs> happened. You're like, nah. Where do you get a valve oil from? I mean, yeah. Amazon? Or, come on, dude. Vegetable oil, come on. 
yeah, yeah, but that's that's good that you you know you, you played some music and you have lessons of music. Yeah. Um, but again, I want to I want to thank you for being here. Yeah, um, for sure. Thanks for having me. Um, w- one last question and something that I asked you know the guests that have been here. What is one good thing or one good tip that you give to a young person listening to this or anybody that's listening to this? What is one good tip that you could give them in life or whatever? One good tip. You'll there always be ups and downs. Mm. Um, you know, even at my lowest, you know, I, you know, it's it's crazy. But don't don't give up. Just be positive. There's a lot of people that have it much worse, even at your worst. Yeah. Um, so it's always to think positive and, um, you know, be yourself. Think positive and don't think negatively. That's terrible, but. Okay. You know. Yeah, I, I, I totally get that, dude. Um, a lot of people, like I said before, they stay in their comfort, comfort zone. Yeah. And just sometimes yeah. they're negative about things. Like, take ah. the next level. I have, I have friends that complain about the smallest things, and I'm like, listen to what you're complaining about. Yeah. Like, that is not a problem. That is not a problem. I, I completely feel you. Well, I, I thank you for that. Um, can you leave your social media uh, so where people can follow you? Yeah, for sure. So uh, on Instagram, it's at Jason Lee Houston. Um, yeah, give me a follow there. I may follow back if you cute. Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> um, but yeah. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll link his uh, his social media in the bottom. Uh, hopefully, again, thank you for for staying here to listen. Um, Jason, thank you so much for being here. Of course. Hopefully, we could do another episode another day. Um, so he gave some really good tips on you know real estate and all the things that you do. Because I, I was curious on how it all worked, other than Netflix. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so he gave me some good knowledge, dude. Um, again. Thank you so much. Uh, thank you to El Toro Boots for sponsoring this episode. I really appreciate you guys believing in my project. Um, and hopefully see you again in the next episode. Awesome. See you next Tuesday. See you guys. Awesome, dude.